one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news from Lainey Wilson, new music from Restless Road, and an interview with Shelby Darrell. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of October 23rd, 2023. You're to All Country News. This week's episode of the All Country News podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments. The Candle Line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Have to kick things off with some very exciting touring news. Lainey Wilson announced she'll be going on tour in 2024 for her country's Cool Again tour. And as if that wasn't already exciting enough, she'll be taking out some pretty incredible openers, including Ian Munsick, Jackson Dean, and Zach Top. Pre-sale is already happening, but general sale begins Friday, October 27th at 10 a.m. local time. That's not the only exciting touring announcement I have for you. Next up, we have Nate Smith, who is going out on his World on Fire tour across the country, and he's bringing a pretty incredible opener with him named Dylan Schneider. Make sure you sign up for tickets ASAP. I know Nate has been taking over the country world, so there's no way these dates aren't going to sell out. Kicks off January 4th, 2024 in Athens, Georgia, all the way through May 23rd, 2024 to Dewey Beach, Delaware, which is where I live. For those of you who have never heard of Dewey Beach, it's a really cool beach town. And somehow the bottle and cork where these events are held gets these really incredible artists to come. It is a super intimate honky-tonk style venue. So if you feel like making a trip to Delaware, highly recommend. You might just catch me at the show. Next up in touring news, I have some exciting news for all of my Blake Shelton fans out there. He is going out on his Back to the Honky Tonk tour and is headed your way. He's bringing out Dustin Lynch and rising country artist Emily Ann Roberts, so this is definitely a show you are not going to want to miss. Tickets for that are on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. local time, so make sure you map that out because I know everyone is going to want to see this one out on the road. This next touring announcement is for all my country music Vegas fans or for anyone who wants to take a road trip to Vegas. Toby Keith has announced that he will be playing two back-to-back shows at Las Vegas' Dolby Live at Park MGM. Those shows will take place December 10th and 11th, with tickets going on sale this Friday, October 27th. There's absolutely no way these don't sell out, so if you want to attend, I suggest you map it out ASAP. And last but certainly not least on the show news front, Luke Bryan has announced his final talent lineup for Crash My Playa, and it will feature Dierks Bentley, Eddie Montgomery, Ernest, John Langston, Mitchell Tenpenny, Ashley Cook, Lily Rose, Zach Top, Jelly Roll, Bailey Zimmerman, the list 
goes on and on. You can check out the full lineup on allcountrynews.com. But if you haven't yet, you are going to want to make sure that you get on these event tickets ASAP before they sell out. This event takes place January 17th through 20th, 2024. So that's coming up soon. Make sure you check it out. Speaking of touring, Jelly Roll recently reflected on his first ever headlining tour where he was able to raise $590,000 in partnership with Live Nation. They donated to charities throughout the United States that give back to at-risk youth, which I think is such an incredible thing. You can check out more footage from everything he did while he was on tour, all the people he gave back to, fans he connected with, all up on his TikTok page now. And for this full story, make sure you head to our site. This next item of news is probably one of my favorites for the whole day, and it's that Luke Combs wore a custom kilt on stage at his Glasgow stop. Sony Nashville posted the picture, which is where I saw it first, and it is the most epic thing ever. He has the most killer face going, and the kilt is absolutely fantastic. I love when artists visit countries and participate in the traditions that they have there, and this is another really amazing example of that. And you can see him performing in this kilt up on our pages now. So make sure you head that out. It is a can't miss. This week, we are breaking down CMA Song of the Year nominee, Wait in the Truck from Lainey Wilson and Hardy. This song is the song that just can't be stopped. It is nominated for like every award you could ever think of, including Collaboration Song of 2023, Song of 2023, and Music Video of 2023. We're breaking down all you could ever want to know about the song, including the music video, all up on allcountrynews.com now. Congratulations are in order for Morgan Wallen, who just reached a career milestone with his 10th number one hit, Think About Me. Truly seems like he cannot be stopped. I mean, he has had record-breaking attendance at shows, is dominating the chart, and has even been nominated for CMA Entertainer of the Year. Your heartwarming news for the week is an exclusive with Brothers Osborne, where they accepted St. Jude Angel's Among Us Award. They spoke with us, and this is what they had to say. We've had a lot of achievements and awards and stuff and this is by far one of the most important that I'll always hold dear to my heart. This award honors the career-long commitment to supporting the children of St. Jude and their mission. The duo joins a storied group of past winners which include Randy Owen, Scotty McCreary, Florida Georgia Line, Lady A, Jake Owen, Brad Paisley, and so many more. To check out more info on this and get involved, make sure you head to allcountrynews.com now. And to donate, you can go to musicgives.org. Let's get to some new music this week. We have to kick things off with one of my favorite releases, which is Restless Road's debut album, Last Rodeo. Now, I have talked about these guys quite a bit on previous episodes, I think they are so incredible. I love a trio. I think their vocals are amazing together. And this album is one of those that I literally can't pinpoint one or two songs that you need to listen to because you need to listen to this whole album. That is how good it is. As a debut album, they came in 
so strong and I can see them being a staple in the country music genre in the years to come. Make sure you check this one out. Chris Lane is back with a fresh musical narrative in his latest EP, from where I'm sipping. And for those of you who don't know, he has a new label home along with this new EP, and it is so great. It is probably one of my favorite listens for the week. And if I had to pick a favorite song, I'd probably say it was Betcha. Although I'll give a special shout out to Way to Go Girl as well. Another really fantastic release. Make sure you check it out. Josh Abbott Band gave us another incredible look at their album, Somewhere Down the Road, which is due out January 26th, this upcoming year. And the new single is What Were You Thinking? It's another fantastic look at what is to come for them. This song is kind of a mixture between slow and upbeat, which I always love. That is like a sweet point for me. And the song is just really great. Everything they've been putting out has been really spectacular, so I cannot wait to listen to the rest of this album. Craig Morgan is back, and he is bringing a ton of country music legends along with him in his soon-to-be new album, Enlisted, putting a twist on old classics as well as offering two new tracks. EP features some pretty hard heavy hitters, including Trace Adkins, Luke Combs, Blake Shelton, and some newer country artists such as Lainey Wilson and Jelly Roll. This is definitely a must listen for the week, so make sure you add it to your weekly playlist. James Barker Band released their new EP, Ahead of Our Time, and I absolutely adore this band. I think they are so incredible. They have so many amazing songs on this EP. And one of the ones that really gets me is called Meet Your Mama. Also love On the Water. So make sure you check those out. But of course, check out the whole EP. It's absolutely killer. Jordan James released his new track, How Long. And it's all about the story of love, like from beginning to end. And it's a really special one for all my lovebirds out there. Cody Jinks just released his new single, Outlaws and Mustangs. And it's all about celebrating authenticity. This is another really fun track that you'll want to add to your weekend playlist. This next release I have been beyond excited for. If you know me at all, you know I am a huge Yellowstone show fan. And Luke Grimes has officially released his first EP titled Pain, Pills, or Pews. It is top to bottom absolute perfection. And you know, I think when actors try and get into singing or even vice versa, you know, people always say like, oh, they're never going to be able to do it. But he absolutely crushed it. And his voice is so killer to me. I think it is so different in the best way. And Honestly, when he sings and I watch him do it, I'm like, how is that really his voice? I never would have thought that he would sound that way, but in the most incredible way. So definitely check this one out. Another must listen for the week. This next release is for all of my country rock lovers out there, and it is Matt Koziel coming with Which Way to Heaven. It's all about the line we walk between sinner and saint, and it is country music 
at its finest. So another must listen for the week. Hannah Dasher released her latest album, The Other Damn Half, and she is such a spitfire. She's so fun. She is like that true kind of old style country through and through, but with a fun new age kind of pop bit thrown in there. This one is so fun. I recommend listening to all the tracks, but definitely Country Do is a favorite for me. The holidays are just around the corner, and that means we can expect lots of holiday tracks coming up, and we just got our first one from American Blonde. It's called Kiss Me This Christmas, and it's all about turning a special friendship into something more during the most wonderful time of the year. Definitely check this one out for all of my Christmas fans. You know, you can jump into listening to this now. And for those of you who just quite aren't ready yet, I recommend adding this to your playlist to listen to in the near future. Madeline Marlowe has gifted us with two new tracks, including a Keith Urban cover of You'll Think of Me, which is absolutely incredible, and her new song, Take a Broken Heart. She's a really incredible up-and-coming artist, and I have said this a lot on previous episodes, but this is a train that you're going to want to hop on now because this girl is going to be everywhere very soon. You can listen to all the new music out this month on All Country News Spotify playlist. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Ashley McBride, Light On In The Kitchen Live, which I'm sure you can already tell is absolutely legendary. I adore her. She is so incredible live. So the fact that we're getting a video for this one of her performing it is just beyond. It is so magical. Make sure you go check the video out on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. So excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon and Shelby Darrell. We went to the NSAI Awards and so many other heroes were standing on the same stage that I was just on. So it's just like a huge honor, I think, to be able to be on that stage. And also, I was explaining this to somebody the other night, but there's a certain like respect level in the Ryman of like the artists and also from the people in there listening and you can feel it the whole time. And I think that is what makes artists or at least me emotional. I mean, I cried. Yeah. Like a baby. Oh, I, I um, cried for you when I saw the picture. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you play so many shows and where people are just not really listening, you know, like they're having fun, but they're not really listening. And there's something about the rhyme in where people are just like, so locked in and so like rooting for you and they don't even know who you are. And I love that. I it was incredible. That. How <laughs> does one go and pick such an, a wonderful outfit for a night like that? Was that a tough decision? <laughs> no, only because <laughs> I only wear white on stage. Oh, I, I love that. I don't know when it happened. I think I just, I used to have really, really bleached like white hair. Yeah which was not something I could keep up with, to be honest. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then I like would buy white outfits because I liked, it was kind of like shocking the way it looked together. Yeah. And then, and then white just became my favorite color to wear. So I continued. So when I'm shopping for shows, it's narrowed yeah. quite a bit because I'm looking for something white. Um, I, mean, I loved it. It reminded me like, 
uh, like a Stevie Nicks playing the Ryman is like the vibe that I got. Like, I've like, heard that. Yes. Okay. So that means it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I wanted, I love having things on stage that move and are flowy, obviously white. I wear a lot of lace. Yeah. Um, I've got really tiny boobs. So it was nice to have some, you know, some of my sternum showing. Yeah. <laughs> Itty bitty titty committee. I'm, I'm also a member. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. But I also know, and I didn't know this about you. You grew up in California. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about growing up in California. And did you grow up around music? I feel like I read somewhere that you grew up around music. Yeah. So yeah, California, I'm from Napa Valley. So I'm from the Northern part. Nice. (laughs) If I had to be from California, that is where I would want to be from. (laughs) Yeah. We're we are um, very biased to yeah. the parts of California that we love. No offense to SoCal, <laughs> but, um, but I love being from California, and I love it. It's I mean, it's I say this all the time, and I feel like you know people think what they want, but it's very country there. Like yeah, yeah. it's a lot of land, it's a lot of farming. It's we're just farming grapes. Um, is yeah. the difference. But I grew up uh, on a vineyard and. And my dad was in a band, a country band. And so I, I think I was just the culture plus my dad's music was something I was just constantly around. Um, and then writing and storytelling started when I was like maybe 13. But I, I'd i been on stages from little itty bitty just because of my dad. Like, And he, he wouldn't let me sing until I could pick out harmonies with him. Like it, it was a whole... It was a lot. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I did not grow up in a musical family. I grew up in a very sports oriented family and God did not bless me with those things. But I love that you said that that was like my dad was a big track cross country star when he was in college and really like made me run the mile at like six yeah. years old. And looking back, I'm like, dad, that was like a form of torture. Like that's yeah. not that great. So I love that your dad was like, you can't sing with me until you can figure this out. But I love a lot of people that I talk to, especially women in country that I get to chat with. Everybody seems to start writing around that 12, 13, 14 age. What do you think it is about that little couple of years? It's your first love. Yeah. It's good. That's where it happens. I I mean, that's where music, it's emotion. And like, those are the first either, you know, it's either love or it's like wanting to be a rebel in some way. Those are the first, I feel like emotions you have that you're like, I need to everyone to know this in an artistic way, or at least that's how I was. Um, But yeah, I remember my first songs and I still have my first like songbook that I would write them in. And all of them were about this boy in elementary school. And like, it just, that's where it comes from. And they were so bad. They were like, you're I feel like the hook to one of them was like and you're just a boy and that was like the whole hook of the song (laughs) I I kind of love that though so when did Belmont come on your radar I know that I mean bias but I feel like that's kind of the creme de la creme it's where you need to be it's where the greats have gone and plus you're like forced to be thrust into the community so when did that kind of come on your radar um I think I was so I actually went to school I went to University of Arizona for a few oh, years. Okay. Um, I bear down. And uh, <laughs> I loved it. It was like, it, those were my party years. I was getting things out of my system. I needed to and everything, but I had always planned. I knew about Belmont and I knew I wanted to do music. And so I think I like maybe Googled 
or no, my dad found it. He, we were looking for music schools. And I remember my dad being like, Brad Paisley, his hero, went to Belmont. And so let's look at that. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I had shitty grades at U of A. I realized to get into Belmont, I needed like to do better. So I turned it around and transferred and got in. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. What surprised you the most from kind of going to, from what it sounds like, very wide open spaces, California to being thrust into this kind of very bustling, tight knit community of Nashville. Oh yeah. It was terrifying. Um, I didn't have, yeah, I'm from like a really, like a pretty small town. We all kind of, everybody knows each other. I mean, Napa, it's like, it's grown in a lot of ways, but it's still pretty small and uh, Napa Valley. So I had never really been thrown into like a city and Nashville is a city. Like it doesn't feel like one always, but it is like traffic, big buildings, like all of somehow, you know, everyone and no one at the same time. And um, yeah, it was really overwhelming for me in the beginning, but Nashville is cool in that way, at least in the music industry, because once you start to meet a few people, it's kind of like everybody's intertwined and then you're, you're sort of in a little bit you have to work a lot harder to be really in, but you know, people, you know, pretty quickly. (laughs) I love that. Well, I have been super excited all week to chat with you about the new EP. For me, it's been on repeat. I've cried. I've laughed. I've cried again. I'm hoping that I'm Chicago based. So I'm hoping you'll come back to Chicago and sit up here, but how do you approach writing for an EP? Like, do you have a method or does it just kind of happen? Um, First of all, I love Chicago and I want to be there as soon as possible. Please come back. It's one of my favorite places to play for sure. Um, Anyway, I I think, no, there's no like, there's no method where I go in and I'm like, okay, now I need to write another EP. This wasn't even going to, we had not planned for an EP. We were, we were thinking just write singles and, and put them out and see where that, that gets us. Um, But then I think the way that I write is very much like I write about the, part of my life that I'm in and all of these songs were this one chapter of my life and kind of like kind of a shifting chapter we'd gone from different management my same manager but different company and there was some movement happening um and I needed to reintroduce myself as an artist and so all these songs are kind of pieces of that part of my story so then eventually we were just like, these all seem to, they need to go together. So it wasn't like I planned to make an EP and have these songs for it. It was just that they all felt like a family. (laughs) No, and I think that's the best thing. I mean, I will tell you though, when I first heard Melt, I got very excited because I'm a massive Rascal Flatts fan. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. So at first I thought, oh my God, did she like cover it? Like what, what is this? But I- But I love the fact that it's just this very ethereal track. So why did you feel like that had to be the name of the EP? Um, Because I think, well, first of all, my producer, Jake Mitchell, he did such a good job with that, finding that ethereal vibe for like country with a little bit of a rock influence, but it still has that kind of Mm magic-y, I don't know. He's a genius. He really honed it on that one. But Melt was just like the the song itself sound wise. And then also what it's about, I felt like best described kind of the chapter that I'm in right now. I mean, I, 
my last project was very much about being brokenhearted and, um, and younger and not having lived that much life yet. And I think this one, I matured a lot. I realized that men can be nice to me, you know, sometimes. And I think it, uh, it's like a softer, I'm learning to soften a little bit, which I don't think is a bad thing. And before I definitely thought it was. So I think I found strength in the fact that I'm changing and softening and becoming more myself. And that's what Mel felt like for me. (laughs) I love it. So my favorite besides Mel has to be three words, but I I need to know how was writing with Topher and Lauren? I feel like literally like the three musketeers. I was like this song. I'm like, no wonder I love it so much. So what was the writing room like that day? Um, I love them. I've known Topher for a while and, and we'd written before Lauren. That was my first time working with her and he and Topher or she and Topher are like a dynamic duo. So I was excited because I'd heard about their, just how well they work together. And, um, but also it was really an interesting time because I had just like, I think literally the night before or like a few days before I had told, I had said, I love you for the first time to somebody. And I'd never done that. I was like, it was a very confusing time for me. And so I like, Hey, I, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I walked into the room and was like, kind of talking to them. And I was like, I said, I love you for the first time. And they were like, okay, <laughs> let's write a song about that. Let's unpack this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Lauren, I think was the one actually that came up with um, the, I've seen the damage three words can do line. I love that. And we, yeah, we kind of went from there because I was like, yeah, I mean, it's a terrifying thing to do. Um, so then we just told a story and they're incredible. And in the sunset demo. Yes, is, I was going to ask you about that. That's the one Topher produced. That's just the demo, really, um, that we made like that day, that week. And uh, I loved it so much and fans loved it so much. So we just put that out, too. <laughs> I love it. So can we fangirl over Lori McKenna together? Like, can that be oh, any time you want? <laughs> okay, great. We will have to set aside a different time to talk about that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> talk to me about working with her. And I feel like if she were to fit on any of the songs, I feel like dancer just feels so the two of you together. So talk to me about that relationship and how this wonderful collaboration happened. She's just like... I mean, ethereal is the perfect word for her, honestly. She's just like, she doesn't feel real. She's been my hero for so long that I think, like when I moved to Nashville, she was one of the names that I was like, one day I'll get to like work with her. So the first time we wrote, she, it wasn't Dancer. I think Dancer might've been our second write together. Um, But the first time we wrote, I like, I genuinely, she all she did was like sing a melody and I was like crying. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, it's a dream come true. Just go ahead. You're doing great. <laughs> um, but she's just so amazing. And I, it's to be in her presence even is a little overwhelming for me sometimes, but she's also like the most down to earth, sweetest human in the whole world. And, and dancer kind of came out of, um, we were just talking about the music industry and obviously she's been in it for a while and I'm kind of just starting to understand it. And, it's hard and it feels like a lot of the time you're placed into boxes that you don't 
want to fit in or you can't fit in. And um, yeah, dancer just kind of was born out of that. But also it was really cool to have Lori, her perspective being in the industry longer than I have. And then mine just starting the both of them together made it very interesting. And so that's why she sings the harmony line on dancer. Um it was I love all even watching you being like so verklempt with this. You're like, oh my God, what a <laughs> moment. What a moment. So I think one of my other favorite things about you is that like you are a part of this really wonderful shift in country music that I know me as a lifelong country fan has really been waiting for, for women just to kind of take over and do it unapologetically. So talk to me about the community of women and your community of women that you have uh, in Nashville. Yeah, the girls really are taking over right now, and I love it. And also, no offense to the boys, there's a lot of very talented boys, and I love them all. But I think the girls are a little more interesting right now. I'm just going to say that. Um, so I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> but the the community is interesting. It's It's really, really fun to have people in my same age group also at the same, like, level – like Peyton Porter is one of my best friends. She's in the industry. She's amazing. I think Carter Faith is amazing. I think there's just, there's so many talented girls coming up right now. And it's, I mean, I'm honored to be in the same class really as some of these girls. So, and everybody's really supportive too, which is great. Yeah, I know. I love that you brought up Peyton and uh, Carter, those are two of my favorite. Um, I'm also digging Peyton's bangs right now. I'm yes. loving that we are having a, 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 to bring up Stevie Nicks again, a very like Farrah Fawcett meets Stevie Nicks. I feel like oh, you yeah. have done so much this year. And you since I first discovered you, I think, did you open up for Larry Fleet at Joe's? I feel like that's when I first yeah. found you. Okay. Yes. You have done so much since then if you had to check off one more thing on your like bucket list box or something before the end of the year what are you really hoping that that is oh before the end of the year uh that's not a lot of time here. i know can you believe we're almost done mine is just to go on vacation so it can really yeah. be as simple as that um you know, what I think I would love to do if it doesn't happen before the end of the year, hopefully in the works yeah. by then, is I, I really think I want to have a feature with an artist that I really like, um, whether that be on a re-release of one of my songs or a fully new song. I just think it'd be, I think features are so fun and I want to be able to sing with somebody else and yeah. put it out together. And actually... I can tell you a secret. Oh, okay, um, tell me. Peyton Porter and I are going to go do a retreat, riding retreat, just us two, just to see if we can maybe come up coax with some goodies. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe that's in the future. I want to take another moment to share even more about good sentiments. This candle line is really special. Partnering with your favorite musicians and their favorite charities makes Every Good Sentiments Candle the perfect gift for any country music lover and any occasion. Some of my favorite candles are Slot Machine by Caleb Lee Hutchinson, Come On In by Track 45, and Yours Tonight by Walker County. There are so many more to choose from, and $5 from every candle sold goes to a worthy charity. 
Get yours today at shopgoodsentiments.com. Good sentiments. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.